0: This is a remarkable story, and it's about The Voice. Have you been watching The Voice on Channel 9? The Blind Rounds have been continuing over the past couple of weeks, and the final of The Blind Rounds is actually on Sunday night, and then they move into a a knockout stage. And what The Blind Rounds is all about in The Voice competition on Channel 9 is judging a singer based on the quality of their voice what their singing is like, what they sound like. So the judges don't know what they look like. The judges don't know anything about the singer's background. And my guest today is one of those contestants who's made it through the blind rounds and has been selected to be on one of the teams and selected based on the quality of his voice. And his singing voice is absolutely astonishing. (laughs) Just a remarkable singing voice, but he has an unlikely story, and he joins us on the program. Henry Alongo. thanks for joining us, and firstly, congratulations.
1: Well, thanks for having me, and, and thanks for your congratulations as well. Um, it's just the first uh, stage, of course, in this competition, which goes on all the way through to the finals, and uh, to just have those three chairs turned for me was tremendously affirming. Um, There may be many listeners who have no idea what my story is, but I'm actually a former test cricketer who played test cricket for Zimbabwe many years ago and then uh, for about eight seasons, actually, and then took the step of doing a political protest against a well-known leader called Robert Mugabe. And that led to my exile uh, in which I went to England, spent 12 or so years there, and then came to Australia. And the reason I came to Australia is because I'm married to an Australian called Tara, who was born and bred in Adelaide. And so we've been here for three or so years. And of course, uh, through fate or circumstance, whatever you want to say, I uh, sang at a concert here in Adelaide and uh, someone from The Voice got wind of that and sent me an invitation uh, to join the, uh, at least send in an application, which I did. And of course, of course, you've got to go through a whole lot of different rounds to get through to stand on that stage and sing to those four chairs. So absolutely uh, thrilled that at least I got three chairs. I would have been happy with one, <laughs> um, but a bit gutted that Guy Sebastian, my first choice of chair, didn't turn at all. So
0: <laughs> I think he was gutted. I think that. he was gutted because because Guy's a cricket fan as well, and, and this is what the the remarkable story that this is is the fact that the judges had no idea who you were, and you had to explain that you are a former Test cricketer for Zimbabwe. And part of what is so remarkable is I've got to say. Henry, I present sports programming on our network and, and we don't usually associate singing of that quality with cricketers, I've got to say. Uh,
1: well, thank you so much. Um, I, I'll take that as a compliment, I think. Um, and, but the truth is, when I was in my last year of, of high school, I, um, I, I was actually auditioned by someone who came from the London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts. And I went into the big city. My school was about 100 kilometers away from town. But I was, I was, I was shipped into the city, and I sung the song. and he, I think it was the Holy City. And he loved my voice. And he said, oh, gosh, we'd love to offer you a scholarship. And um, unfortunately, because only a couple of months later, I was picked to play test cricket for, for the nation. I made my debut against Pakistan in '95. Um, I was never able to take up that offer to go to the, to the academy. And... Uh, I wouldn't say it's a great regret of mine because I think most people understand you, you can have a short-lived uh, cricket career or sports career and then take up other various hobbies that you enjoy after that. And singing is one of those things, certainly with a tenor voice or baritone voice, where you kind of get better with age and you, you, you kind of age like an old wine. And, and the, the older you get to, say, your 40, between your 40s and 50s, perhaps, or maybe even 60s, those tend to be your best years in which your voice has kind of found its maturity. And so I never, uh, you know, I, yes, it's, it's unlikely that a, a cricketer, certainly a fast bowler, would be a singer. But it was always in the background. It almost became a career for me at the age of eighteen, nineteen.
0: Henry, what I need to emphasise to our listeners is, is you were no ordinary cricketer. You, you were no part cricketer. You played 30 test matches. You're a fast bowler. You played, we're in the middle of the World Cup at the moment, the Cricket World Cup. You played in World Cups for Zimbabwe and 50 one-day matches, was as you were growing up, was, was the dream always cricket or singing?
1: Well, I can throw a spanner in the works and say, actually, the dream began as athletics. When I was, uh, a, young, when I was a young lad, I used to run very fast. Um, and, in fact, when I was uh, about 16, I ran the 100 metres in 10.6 seconds, which was the same time that Carl Lewis, uh, ran it when he was the same age. And many people uh, who were younger than, say, 20 won't know who I'm talking about, but I'm, so, I'm sure some of the older oh, folks... Oh, we uh, know Carl Lewis, others. yeah. And um, in any case, um, that was my first choice. I was, I, I was Kenyan, actually, even when I played for Zimbabwe on debut. I played under a special dispensation because I was going to become a, 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 citizen, right. became a Zimbabwean citizen in '96. So, in actual fact, when I made my debut, I was, still on a, I was still a Kenyan citizen. And up until then, I suppose, my dad had wanted me to go into
0: athletics. Your career did come to an abrupt end in, in 2003, your international cricket career. D- explain to us why.
1: Well, um, over a number of years, I, I became more and more aware of some of the things that the leader of the country had done. Um, now, the leader of the country was a man called Robert Mugabe, who was the prime minister initially of a newly independent Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe used to be called Rhodesia. There was a war for independence which lasted most of the 70s. And at the end of that, uh, there were free and fair elections held in that country, which turned Rhodesia into Zimbabwe. And Zimbabwe is a country that has, up until only recently, uh, 2017, I think, uh, had one leader, and that man was Robert Mugabe. Over that time, he, uh, of course, displayed many... Uh, Traits of megalomania and and dictatorial tendencies. So, uh, you know, lots of people killed if they opposed him, many people thrown in prison, uh, allowing the flourishing of corruption, etc. A lot of the traits that many dictators around Africa and around the world have displayed. Uh, But I didn't know this as a schoolboy. In fact, when we were taught history in class, we were told that he was a hero. And I guess it was only in the mid-90s that I started to become aware of some of the shortcomings that he had. And... Uh, the Internet, of course, was burgeoning and starting to grow, and uh, normal people like myself could get on to this World Wide Web and, and do research that didn't entail us going to a library. You could actually go to some random website set up by Joe Blog somewhere in which he gave us a different version of history and a different version of events, and it was then that I started to discover some of the things that he'd been accused of of doing. Uh, in the early 80s, mass murder of people in the area called Matabila Land, where I grew up, and and many of the other things that I've already hinted at. But cutting a very long story short, all these things I became aware of towards the late 90s. Uh, Many people would remember the uh, well-publicised farm invasions. Um, David Pocock was one of the victims of that, he and his family. Um, But many other things got me to a place, along with a man called Andrew Flower, who may be well-known to cricket lovers in this country.
0: Yeah, and he was the captain at the time, wasn't he? Yeah.
1: Uh, He wasn't the captain at the time of the black armband protest, but he was a former captain. Um, He'd handed the captaincy over, I think, in 2001. Um, But in any case, um, he and I did this protest together in which we wore black armbands as symbols of mourning the death of democracy. And we also wrote a statement, which you can find on the Internet if you do a search. Um, In any case, that led to death threats. I got dropped from the team during the midst of the World Cup and eventually had to flee and go into exile once I realized my life was under threat. And that's when I I made my way to the UK and started a new life. Uh, That was uh, for about 12 years. And then, like I said, in 2015, made our way to Australia because my wife's Australian and wanted to come home.
0: Well, we are very grateful that you did choose Australia as your your home and that you are taking part in The Voice because your singing voice is just remarkable, Henry. And uh, I'm not an expert, but I'd suggest you're going to go a long way in The Voice competition. Uh, It continues throughout the next week. I know the knockout rounds are broadcast on Nine next week. Yes. Certainly, Henry, we, we wish you all the best and we're going to be watching with great interest.
1: Well, you're very, very kind. I obviously can't say too much. I know what the result of the next two weeks is. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really appreciate all the, the wonderful warmth that I've had from uh, the world and, uh, you know, because this thing's gone crazy on Twitter as well. Uh, but just, just wonderful embrace from the people of Australia. I do love this country. Uh, it's much warmer than England And the people have accepted <laughs> me a lot easier As well So I love living here I love South Australia And it's just such a privilege To be on The Voice And to be given a chance
0: Well Henry Olongo Your singing is just remarkable This
1: is the moment time all This day or never I'll forever with
0: Former Zimbabwean Test cricketer And now singer, Henry Alonga.